850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture. And as always, for this segment, we have Matt Clark with us. And Matt is the pastor of Ascension in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Always a pleasure to be with you and talk about God's Word. Yeah, it's great to be with you as well. Now, we read from Ephesians 4 through the end of Philippians. Are there any verses that you would like to especially highlight for us today? Yeah, thanks, Gary. So again, if our readers are, excuse me, if our listeners rather are reading along with that schedule that we we've set out there, but you know, uh, our, we announced our readers could listen along too. You know, well, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> exactly, it works both ways. Yes. Doesn't it? But if you if you're on that schedule, you'll get through God's word in two years. So we, we invite you to to listen and read along with us <laughs> uh, through this journey through the scriptures. Yeah, Gary, I want to share a few verses that kind of give the flavor for these two books of the Bible. So Ephesians and Philippians are both what we call epistles, so they're letters, letters that are written by the Apostle Paul to different churches, to the church in Ephesus, and then also to the church then in Philippi. And so as he writes these these two different churches in two different cities, he has different messages that he wants to convey. They're all centered in Christ Jesus, they're all inspired by the Holy Spirit, but depending on the group that he's writing to. Yeah, yeah, the things that he addresses are a little different. So one of the things he wants to emphasize as he's writing to the Ephesians is the the unity that's found in baptism and how uh, baptism is something that certainly uh, has a vertical aspect to it, right? So kind of an up and down aspect that we are, uh, God is the one who makes us forgiven. He makes us his children. He, he makes us citizens of heaven through the waters of holy baptism. But there's also this horizontal aspect to baptism too, uh, this 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 uh, this common faith, right, that unites us with brothers and sisters in Christ. So we get a little flavor for that in uh, Ephesians chapter four, in particular, uh, verses four, five, and six. I'll just read that. It says, "For there is one Spirit, just as you are called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all." So the word one comes up again and again and again, uh, and it, it emphasizes that oneness, that unity that's ours, uh, again, in the body of Christ. And, and especially, it says, one baptism, and I think that's that's significant, too. Um, so there's one baptism. It's a Christian baptism. It's a baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's exactly how Jesus instituted baptism, how uh, in the Great Commission, he says, oh, this is how you, you make disciples of nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so I think that's 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 helpful to remember. There's not like a Lutheran baptism, a Baptist baptism, a Catholic baptism, Methodist baptism. Really, there's just that one baptism in the name of the triune God with water and God's word. And so when someone becomes a Lutheran, for instance, and you know, I'm in a Ascension Lutheran church, uh, if they're already baptized, maybe at the Catholic church or the Baptist church, uh, their baptism's still valid. Um, they don't have to be rebaptized. Uh, there's that, that unity, that baptismal unity that's shared by all believers in Christ, all who are baptized into God's name, uh, that's in baptism. And I think that's that's something important that, that Paul emphasizes here in, in Ephesians chapter 4. The importance here is the baptism in the Trinity, right, within the triune God, because there are some denominations that consider themselves uh, Christian. They believe in one God, and they don't follow the Trinity. Exactly. Well, that's a good point. So, you know, here in the United States in particular, we have groups like uh, sometimes called Oneness Pentecostals, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, who, yeah, they, they believe exactly what you said, that 
that, um, you know, not really, they really don't believe in the Trinity. You know, that there's one God with three persons, uh, but they instead, it's kind of this belief that uh, there's one God, but sometimes he, he functions in the Son, and sometimes as the Father, sometimes the Holy Spirit, and wait, no, 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 that's that's not how God's Word, the Scriptures reveal God uh, God to be, right? So they take a verse from uh, Acts chapter 2, and they say, well, people just need to be baptized in Jesus' name alone. So there'll be people that are baptized just in Jesus' name. You know? And again, that's kind of a... You know, something that's just come about in the, the 20th century, the beginning of the 20th century, and you know, originated here in the United States. So the historic church of the past 2,000 years has always baptized in the name of the triune God. And the reason for that is, well, that's how Jesus says we do it, in right. the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. And so, yes, that, that valid baptism, like you pointed out, is one where it's water in the Word, and specifically the Word is what Jesus gives us, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, I'll, I think I shared this before, but I'll never forget it. The previous host of the program, Issues, etc., his name was Don Matson. I remember a Baptist yeah. caller. A Baptist caller called us up, and he said, uh, uh, he talked about his baptism, and he says, well, then I recommitted myself and I was baptized again and then I moved over to uh, church so I decided I wanted to be baptized again and Don said uh, well you know what you were baptized one time and the rest of the times you just were getting wet (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly it you know we once is enough because God God's because God's the one at work right you know this is his promise this is his name Uh, this is his um making us his own he he doesn't make mistakes so yeah yeah good answer right yeah. uh, as long as you're baptized again in god's name uh father son and holy spirit and there's water a uh, water in the word it's a baptism right. yeah the other times you're just getting wet <laughs> yeah. yeah so i hope i didn't uh, distract you too much from the direction you're heading into where were you going with your conversation? no not at all gary that's great no, no i think you know that you know you know, get some of the highlights. One of the main themes, at least, of the book of Ephesians. Uh, but we don't know if you get about Philippians. Um, Philippians uh, is a book of the Bible that's uh, a book of joy, a book of thanksgiving, as Paul writes to people in Philippi. Uh, he appreciates them, appreciates their their partnership in the gospel. So a couple of verses that, that highlight that feeling of, of thanksgiving in, in Philippians. So uh, chapter 1, verse uh, verses one, three through five, I think are beautiful. Paul opens his letter by saying, I thank my God and all my remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So Paul is just so thankful for them, for their partnership in the gospel. I think that's a beautiful phrase that they are helping to support him uh, and perhaps even financially and even work with him in sharing Christ with others. And I think of all the different partnerships in the gospel that exist. Well, KFUO is a great example of the way in which KFUO partners with uh, congregations and uh, with, with, with so many other different entities, too, that you help to, to promote and to get the word out about uh, through the airwaves. You know, partnerships in the gospel exist in so many different ways. And certainly even just in the local congregation, that partnership between pastor and church members and, and the body of Christ there in that place, it's a beautiful thing. And Paul gives thanks to the Philippians and thanks to God for it. Also, I like how Paul puts this a little later in, in chapter 1, verse 21, where he says, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I think that's kind of a beautiful phrase, too, to live as Christ, to die as gain. So Paul knows that, yeah, if 
to die in Christ, that's gain for us, right? We're, we're going to be with our Savior. Yet, Paul also knows the necessity of, of still being on this earth, is still living for Christ. And as long as he has life and breath, he's going to live for Christ. He's going to share Christ with others. And, you know, may that be our, our endeavor, too, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Uh, and just one other quick verse, Gary, uh, toward the end of Philippians, uh, last chapter, uh, this famous line, Philippians 4, verse 4, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And you hear just the, the joy, again, that comes out in this book as Paul writes to his, uh, his friends in Philippi, his partners in the gospel, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And may we do that as well, right? Uh, not just a, you know, a happiness that comes and goes, but a true joy, a rejoicing that is in the Lord. Uh, and uh, thanks be to God for the joy that he gives in, in Christ Jesus. Let's have a prayer before we wrap up this segment. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your word to uh, specific groups of people like the Ephesians, the Philippians, but we also thank you that that same Holy Spirit-inspired word is for us. Uh, thank you for those those partnerships in the gospel that you create, uh, KFUO certainly being among those. Uh, we ask that you bless its ministry uh, as it uh, shares Christ for you anytime and anywhere. Thanks be to God for that. In his name, amen. Amen. What's our reading for next week? So next week, we're going to read through the whole book of Colossians. So again, another epistle. Uh, and then we're going to get into First Thessalonians. Paul talks a little bit about the end times and about Christ's return as we get into First and Second Thessalonians. Through uh, chapter 3, Colossians 1 through First Thessalonians chapter 3. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for being on the program. Yeah, thank you. We're listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.